Hi, it's Tim Hagen from Progress Coaching, and welcome to another episode for the Coaching Conversations podcast. Now, we are on Stitcher, we are on iTunes, and multiple different channels. Please check us out. Now, one of the things that you'll get out of our podcast episodes is a lot of content, a lot of strategy. It's not fluff, it's not concept. Yet we really want you to engage with the content and let us know your feedback. If you have any questions, feel free to reach out to us. If there's topics you'd love to have us address, we would love to share them with you. Let us know your impact and let us know your feedback. Coaching the unmotivated is not easy. And often when we're coaching people who lack motivation, we tend to take the opposite perspective. We tell them you're lacking motivation or we make a really big mistake. We try to motivate them based on our belief systems and what we want for them. Let me give you an example. We had a client who literally promoted 45% of their people into management positions who later said they did not want anything to do with management. And later we found out they felt like their voice wasn't heard, that they felt like they could not speak up and say, I'm not interested in being a people manager. So somebody asked me, well, what do you attribute that to? I said, we probably never asked them. What we did is we looked at the org chart and said, here's the next step. Here's what I'm going to do to motivate this person. They're going to make more money and they get this wonderful opportunity to manage people. 45% of the promotions later said they wanted nothing to do with people management. Think about that. That's powerful. So how do we coach someone who's not motivated? If it were so easy to rhetorically tell them, you know, you're lacking motivation, you really should become more motivated, wouldn't that be wonderful? So let me give you a couple strategies. One, this is called a parallel strategy. You're going to learn a lot. Ask a person who appears to be unmotivated. Notice the word appears. Perception. Don't assume they're lacking motivation. There could be something else going on. But use a parallel. So let's, for example, and this just happened with one of our clients. One of our managers went to an employee and they were really having discord. Their whole relationship was about a particular issue. And they did something called parallel coaching. Sat down and asked this person, what's a hobby? What do they like to do outside of work? And unbeknownst to this manager, after one year of coaching, this person loved race car driving. The manager loves race car driving. So let's use that as our example. So let's say we're coaching somebody and his name is Charlie and we perceive Charlie to lack motivation and we find out that Charlie loves race car driving. Ask questions. So what do you love about it? And watch them answer. Does their voice go up? Do they look more excited? Probably in assuming that they do, you're going to learn about what turns them on. Now, you might be saying, well, wait a minute. That has nothing to do with the job. We're getting there. When you ask somebody what gets them excited outside of work, you get to see a level of motivation in them. And I might, after a few questions, look at Charlie and say, you know, Charlie, I got to ask you something. And I don't want you to take this defensively. I want you to really feel comfortable because I really want to know the answer. Notice I'm excited. I want to learn from him. I'm not mad. I'm not about to reprimand him. And that goes to your coaching style. So I sit down and I say, Charlie, when you bring up race car driving, you, you change, you get excited. 
I want to ask you a question, and maybe you know the answer, and maybe you don't, and that's totally cool, because I want to give him a place where he can feel comfortable being honest. Taking that race car version of Charlie, how do we bring him into the workplace? And just listen. So, Charlie, how do we bring that person who's so excited about race car driving into your current job? Now, one of two things are going to happen. He might say, I don't know. And you might respond with, well, what does excite you about your job? What if he says, I don't know. You've learned something. He doesn't have any knowledge of anything to be excited about. Now, you might be thinking, some of you might be thinking, well, wait a minute, that doesn't solve it. We're dealing with people. We're not trying to solve something. We're finding out what motivates him and what we can do to facilitate motivation. Now, let's say Charlie says, I don't know. I don't know. Say, well, what's the top thing that you love about your job? What's the one thing, if you could pick anything that you could do as it relates to your job? You've got to pick one. And if they say, well, I like doing the graphic design and, and the reports for the marketing department, you could say, well, why does that get you going? Well, I, I like that. I've, I've always been a visual person. Now, you might be thinking to yourself, but what if he's lacking motivation in these other six areas? He probably is. But if you can learn what motivates him, you might say, well, Charlie, when I hear you talk about the visual representation of data and the marketing reports, you get really excited. Not as excited about race car driving, which I totally get. How do we also take that person and instill that person as much as we possibly can into the other areas of your job? Because the worst thing is, is I don't want to have to be in a position where I'm always struggling to have you motivated all the time, but I really want to learn what gets you going. So I hear race car driving. I hear you doing marketing reports, um, visually representing data that you, that really is something you enjoy. So I'm wondering how we could go about discovering some other ways to motivate you. Now, this could lead into a discussion of something called intrinsic versus extrinsic motivation. So, Charlie, if I were to share with you two types of motivation, intrinsic, you're motivated by things in the job, or extrinsic, you're motivated by things outside the job, such as the next position or something that you'd rather be doing, whatever that might be, which of the two do you think would represent you or define you? You're more intrinsically or extrinsically motivated. Now, hypothetically, let's say he says intrinsic, to say, oh, that's interesting. Because I don't sense that, which maybe I'm making an assumption. So how do you think we can go about raising our level of motivation as it relates to your job in terms of what are some things we could change? What are some things we could adapt to? Now, what if he says extrinsically motivated? Oh, that's cool, Charlie. Thanks for sharing that. Walk me through what that looks like. And what if he starts to describe something outside of the job? Now, some of you might be thinking, well, wait a minute. Now I'm about to lose an employee. But if you've got an employee who's extrinsically motivated and they're thinking about something outside the job, you've already, to a certain degree, lost them. Here's something called the trade-off. That's when you can say, well, Charlie, if you want to become a manager of a marketing department, that's awesome. I got a great idea where we can trade. I will help you explore those opportunities. What I need from you is to be motivated, energetic, and certainly perception-wise, thrilled to be doing what you're doing because every day people are interviewing you just based on their observations. 
And what if we got together and we tackled and approached what really has got you motivated? Becoming a marketing manager, marketing director, and what we need to do currently to represent that passion to move in that direction. See what I just did? What you're currently doing, Charlie, is going to represent if someone's going to want you to do that down the road. Now, some of you might be thinking, hold on a second, Tim. You went through that way too fast. Well, (laughs) that's why we do the podcast. Listen to it over again. Hopefully, I've demonstrated somewhat of a fluent ability to converse. And the reason I wanted to demonstrate that is do something called parallel coaching. And then number two, find out, are you extrinsically or intrinsically motivated? Here's the cool thing. It'll get you a step closer to understanding what it motivates your people. But don't motivate people based on what you want for them, because that could become two ships passing in the dark. Good luck. Thank you for listening to another episode of Coaching Conversations by Tim Hagen and Progress Coaching. Now, our company is always coming out with new and innovative solutions to help leaders coach their employees. And recently, we just created a new service called Coach to You, where leaders can pick and choose topics and assign 7 to 21-day programs for employees to learn and, more importantly, apply actions and then reflect and share what they're going to do going forward as a result of the learning. It's called Coach to You. We're literally bringing coaching to your employees. If you're intrigued, we'll have a link in each one of our episodes where you can get more information. And again, thank you so much for listening to another episode.